Welcome to the Arlington Street Church podcast. Boston Sanctuary since 1729, Arlington Street continues today as a gathering place for progressive people of faith in the Boston metropolitan area and beyond. Please visit ASCBoston.org for more information about this historic Unitarian Universalist congregation. We're located at the corner of Arlington and Boylston Streets in downtown Boston, Massachusetts. Arlington Street Church, gathered in love and service for justice and peace. Lawrence Binion. If you haven't heard of him, neither had I. He taught poetry at Harvard at the turn of the last century. His own poetry is high cringe factor, including something he wrote in 1914 at the outbreak of the Great War, a piece called For the Fallen. Astonishingly, however, four lines in that otherwise bad poem are redemptively beautiful. This morning's chalice lighting is his. They shall grow not old as we who are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn at the going down of the sun and in the morning. We will remember them. I spent a lot of time in the past few weeks in the archives of Memorial Day. Two things I turned up that are especially moving have to do with its origins. First, according to Dr. David Blight of the Yale University History Department, the first Memorial Day was observed in 1865 by liberated slaves. They gathered at the historic racetrack in Charleston, South Carolina, a former Confederate prison camp, as well as a mass grave for Union soldiers who died in captivity. The freed slaves reinterred the bodies of the dead Union soldiers from that mass grave to individual graves, fenced in the graveyard, and built an arch declaring it a Union graveyard. This was a daring action for them to take in the South shortly after the North's victory. Three years later, on May 30th, 1868, The freed slaves returned to the graveyard with flowers they had picked from the countryside and decorated the individual grave sites, thereby creating the first Decoration Day. A parade by thousands of freed black black and Union soldiers from the area was followed by patriotic singing and a picnic. If we can believe it, on that same day, the Memorial Day order was issued from the Grand Army of the Republic headquarters as General Orders Number 11. It begins the 30th day of May, 1868, is designated for the purpose of strewing with flowers or otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet churchyard in the land. In this observance, no form or ceremony is prescribed, but posts and comrades will, in their own way, arrange such fitting services and testimonials of respect as circumstances may permit. Can you imagine 
an America in which Decoration Day persisted into the present as a time to honor the Civil War dead and rededicate our own lives to this noble vision, the great purposes of the Union, these United States. It was not to be. We have been at war ever since, more often than not. Now we have scores more years of war dead to honor and counting. War without end. During the First World War, the poppy was the only thing that grew in the aftermath of the complete devastation of the Flanders and Picardy regions of Belgium and northern France. Lieutenant Colonel John McRae, a surgeon serving with the Canadian Armed Forces, attached to the 1st Field Artillery Brigade, was there. In the spring of 1915, he treated injured men, Canadians, British, Indians, French, and Germans. He wrote of that time, I wish I could embody on paper some of the varied sensations of that 17 days, 17 days of Hades. At the end of the first day, if anyone had told us we had to spend 17 days there, we would have folded our hands and said it could not have been done. This is his poem, In Flanders Fields. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row, that mark our place. And in the sky, the larks, still bravely singing, fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago, we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved, and now we lie in Flanders fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep though poppies grow in Flanders fields. So the dead speak to us. On Memorial Day, we pause to remember to listen to them. Do not break faith with us, they say. Let the cause of freedom for which we died be your cause now. Let our lives not have been given in vain. David Pyle is an Iraq war veteran, a Unitarian Universalist Divinity School student, and an aspiring United States Army chaplain. After losing his wartime buddy, he wrote, war is the only form of hell I still believe in. It is a hell that exists in this time, in this world, not in some metaphysical afterlife. I wish with all my heart we could rid ourselves of it. I wish for the day to come when we no longer send our young men and women off to walk through that hell. I wish for the day when our problems are solved by meeting, 
not by killing. I wish with all my heart for what military forces we have to become a tool of peace, not a weapon of war. He continues, Clinton Lee Scott once said, always it is easier to pay homage to our prophets than to heed the direction of their vision. The true meaning of Memorial Day is not homage, not to honor those who have served, those who have died for our nation. Honor is the easy way out of the vision to which they call us. I hear in their prophetic voices two phrases, Never again, and remember me. The true meaning of Memorial Day is to remember. It is to remember that the cost of war is almost always way too high. The true meaning of Memorial Day is to remember the price they paid, to remember the price their families paid, to remember the physical and psychic wounds that the survivors of war on all sides carry with them till the end of their days, to remember the horrors unleashed upon civilian populations by the tools of modern warfare, to remember the lives they never lived. I love Memorial Day in its modern manifestation as much as the next person a small town parade, a cookout or picnic, sales, white clothing coming out of the closet, and the unofficial beginning of summer. But we are missing something essential if in the midst of our revelry we don't take the opportunity, even two minutes, to remember and reflect, to honor the soldier and dishonor war and above all, to rededicate ourselves to peace. Here is Clarence Bunsen recounting his famous Memorial Day address in Garrison Keillor's Lake Wobegon, Minnesota. The VFW Honor Guard stood at parade rest in front of the monument of the Grand Army of the Republic. Their feet hurt. Their jackets were too tight. They needed a drink. The crowd stood on the grass. A boy recited a poem. There was a tremendous long silence, and then Pastor Ingfist gave a nod, and after a moment, Clarence stepped forward and hesitated and said, if there was one time when words seemed truly inadequate, one occasion when silence seemed so appropriate, it would be here and now. It would be more fitting if we were silent for two minutes and looked around us and thought of our people here and their gifts to this country. He stepped back. Everyone looked around at the markers and the little flags fluttering and listened to the breeze and the leaves. An oriole sang, and then someone blew his nose. The whole honor guard was crying. Old men with rifles to their soldiers dug down in their pockets and got out their big red hankies and blew.
And afterward, they pressed around Clarence and shook his hand and said, that was absolutely perfect. They'd be grateful to him for the rest of their lives. My spiritual companions, can we too pause now to remember, listen, to you from failing hands we throw the torch, be yours to hold it high. If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep. Listen, never again. Remember me. Let us hold in our minds and hearts all the soldiers, their families and friends. In their memory and in their honor, let us rededicate our lives to a vision of the world at peace.